Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about this Lionsgate portal energy, but also break down what it means to be an energetic alchemist and what this has to do with Reiki, the chakras, your path, all of this work that we're doing. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Take a deep breath and just be open to your own process of healing, transformation, and self-realization, because that's what we're diving deep into today. So I thank you so much for being here, and enjoy the show. Okay, so I'm really excited about today's episode because... I am going to share with you some information about this process that we are all going through, this process of awakening, this process of transformation, this process that has led so many of us to um, a, a practice such as Reiki or meditation or whichever tools you are using currently. So, you know, we have this day, today is August 8th, and I'm sure many of you have seen or heard or read about today being the um, Lionsgate portal, and that actual process started at the end of July, but today is the peak of it, and if you're wondering about what that is, we are going to talk about it in just a bit, but first I want to lead into how this really deeply relates to you on a personal and spiritual level, and why we're even here, why you're tuning into the podcast, why you have certain questions and curiosities. So the first thing that I want to share with you today is um, a little bit of my own journey and what I call energetic alchemy. So if you go to my website and you see how I refer to myself, like the title that I use, I use energetic alchemist and intuitive mentor. And the reason I do that is because, you know, I started out with the title of a Reiki practitioner. And then once I did my master level training and started teaching, I then referred to myself as a Reiki teacher or a Reiki master teacher. But there was something about that that didn't really seem to fully encompass what it was I was learning or this process that I was going through or really how I identified what all of this was about. And so it was a few years into the process where I recognized how I personally see this is more I think, accurately defined as energetic alchemy. Now, the reason is because when we think of the word alchemy, we know that it's considered this process of turning base metals into gold. But from a spiritual lens, it's really about the purification of the self. And so what I realized is through this journey of Reiki and practicing Reiki and meditation and all of these different um, techniques is that I was going through this process of identifying my own base metal, right? My own ego, my own 
personality, my own um, identification, only to deconstruct and transform. And my perspectives and um, ways of being started to shift and change as I continued the practice. And it moved me deeper into the space of seeing myself in a new way, of understanding myself, my life, all of us, through a new lens, through a space of instead of trying to figure out, you know, just what's my path, what's my purpose, what's wrong with me, I started to appreciate the beauty of this life experience. I started seeing through the lens of, oh, we are learning. We're giving up, given opportunities to evolve and transform and expand our awareness. I started to go through this process of appreciating the life experience as this precious gift, even the challenges. I saw what I learned through them and how they were helping me to awaken to this understanding of love in a new way, of connection in a new way, of community in a new way. But more recently, I would say, um, very recently actually, it came to mind that the first, I would say, seven years of doing this work and practicing Reiki was very much internal working. It was very much a lot about standing in front of the mirror, seeing myself, it was very self-focused, even though I was, um, you know, interacting with the world around me and sharing with everyone, you know, in that, in that um, frame of time, I had already started the podcast and started teaching. While there was a lot of external work being done and a lot of learning through, you know, my external exchanges, it really was very isolated in a lot of ways. And I'm sure a lot of you can understand when you start doing this work, there are some times where you do feel like you're kind of in this process alone. Like you think maybe other people don't understand or you can't quite articulate. It's, it's very, it's like a, it's very personal. And that's exactly what, you know, is meant to be. We start with ourselves, with bringing it all in, because for so long in our lives, we have been focused on the external, what others think about us, being validated by others, um, very much considered with the points of view of the world around us and, you know, the tribe mentality, collective mentality, wanting to fit in, wanting to belong, but wanting to fit in and belong based on what? As you start to tune into yourself and do this work, what you start to realize is that we're all connected anyway. <laughs> and regardless of what is understood or portrayed externally, there is nothing that can truly cause separation between us. Especially when you consider that aspect of oneness, that we are all of the same one source that we are all expressions of the one same source.
So after we do a lot of work, a lot of introspection, which doesn't end. I mean, you know, that's ongoing. But after doing a lot of it and working through our own layers, we then start to expand outward into that understanding of connectedness in a new way. And we then start to awaken to this new understanding of community. What's really interesting about this, and again, it's why I refer to it as energetic alchemy, because in all of this, the work that you're doing, the aha moments that you're having, the moments of realization that you're having, these different exchanges that come up every day to show you something new, it's all part of transforming not only the mind, not only the perspective, but your energy. They work in tandem. And we're not going to go too much into that today. But this, this work is about working on, you know, again, we can call it the ego or the smaller self. Connecting with that aspect of ourselves and transforming to reveal that inner light transforming to reveal and understand I am. Now, many of you know I've been um, working on some projects with some other women, which has been amazing. And uh, one of them is the Mind Body Energy Project that I have been doing with Tiffany. And she and I just recently talked about the ego versus the higher self or higher consciousness. And one of the things that came up in that discussion is that aspect of us that is I am, period, nothing to add, nothing to subtract, versus I am dot, dot, dot. The part of us that is going through the transformation, the part of us that is going through constant change. Our life, we're constantly changing, you know, from like being a child into adulthood. I mean, how many changes have you gone through? How many times have you changed your mind? How many times have you changed your point of view? How many times have you sought out new information, new ways to understand? It's ever changing. That's the I am dot dot dot. That's that smaller self or the ego self that is learning and growing and evolving. The part of ourselves that is alchemizing. That we have an opportunity to alchemize to come into that state of I am period recognizing and realizing that aspect of us that just is so in all of this of course I was thinking about Reiki and you know someone just recently asked me about the symbols in Reiki and I did an episode all about the symbols and I talked about how the symbols in level two, how they take us through a process of um, exactly what I'm talking about, <laughs> you know, and I even have an online class Reiki tools, which you can access and there's a whole module which connects you more deeply with these symbols. But what I will say about it as it relates to this conversation today it's for those of you who are um, Reiki practitioners, Reiki masters, students of this technique. 
when you think about the first symbol and just even looking at that spiral, that journey inward, it's really about connection to being here, being embodied, that awareness of self. And again, how can you recognize who you have perceived yourself to be or the energies you hold, the stories you hold, without first looking in the mirror, clicking in, connecting in, going inward. And then we move on to that second symbol. Again, deeply connecting with what we hold in mind and consciousness. Ridding ourselves of bad habit, right? But the process of that is self-observation. Again, another level of looking in the mirror. And all of this is meant to be done outside of judgment. It's meant to be done for understanding so that you can be consciously aware of your process of alchemy, of transforming, of healing. And then we move into that third symbol, which helps us to dissolve the illusion of separation. That helps us to expand our light. But what happened first? We had to realize the self, the small self, the ego self, before we can even start to touch the realization of the higher self, truly. And then for those of you on master level, once we get to the master symbol, you know, it's really about that self-realization or of like from a higher perspective. Now, here's the thing. We can go through these levels of Reiki training um, depending on the lineage that you go through. The, the process varies. You know, there are some people who teach level one through master level within a weekend. There are some people like one lineage that I've learned from, you learn level one and two, and you have to wait at least six, six months before you move on to master level. And then there's another lineage that I have studied through where it's, it's a much longer process before you even touch the master level. Now, I honestly don't, um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend necessarily doing it all in one weekend just because you are causing energetic shifts within your field. And to do all of that at once is going to um, be a lot, I'll say it that way. But regardless of how you learn and how these tools are handed to you, what really ultimately matters is how you practice and apply them in your own life outside of class. And understand that even if, like for example, I did my master level training years ago. And even though I was given those tools and I understood it and um, uh, conceptually, I understood it, you know, through the lens of my analytical mind, I was practicing my practice, all of these things. It didn't mean that I was no longer in my own process of really what was initiated in level one. So one of the things I want you to understand is our journeys are unique. Our processes are individual. 
And no matter what information you take in, no matter what you learn, your process is going to be really dependent on you and how much you show up and how much you apply. But there is no right or wrong time frame in this. So for some of us, the initiation into level one and what you learn in that process, it may take you years to really unravel that. And for most of us, it does. I mean, we have a lot of stuff (laughs) that we have built up through our lifetime. And after that, I mean, it may take a lot of time as you start to awaken and unravel the aspects of what you learned in level two. And, you know, so it goes. And even again, once you start practicing and understand and illuminating and transforming into new levels of awareness through even master level or level three, you are still implementing or going through the process of the the tools and the teachings that were given prior to that stage of your training. So I say this to say it's very important to have an awareness of what this process really is. It's not just about obtaining information. It's not just about memorizing the Reiki principles or precepts. It's not just about going to yoga every day as like, you know, I'm dedicated to going every day. It's about how you surrender to the transformation that all of this initiates within your field. You are the one that regulates that. You are the one that can be in resistance. You are the one that can be in avoidance. Or you can be the one that facilitates and participates in the transformation that is occurring. And the more that you observe and show up and practice your practice, the more it supports you in your understanding and your own process of energetic alchemy. Now, this is also reflected, for those of you, if you don't even practice Reiki, whether you do or you don't, this is also reflected in our chakra system. Now, we have more chakras than the ones that we typically talk about, which are the the main seven that run from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. But even in those chakras, we see the process of starting at the base, at the foundation, the root, survival, being in body, being aware of being here. Similar to what I spoke about with the first symbol. And the second chakra, you are connecting with that energy or able to tune into the energy of how you perceive and feel while being embodied. You see, again, it's all very internalized. The third chakra, you can look at and understand how you identify, how you are projecting your confidence, the ego, 
all of this is very much related to the, again, smaller self, the material experience, being here, being embodied. That's where we start. It's the foundation. So again, you can see your chakras even as like these these um, streams of consciousness that give you an opportunity to, as we say, look in the mirror, but look within. Understand the consciousness you hold about being in body, being you, how you've perceived yourself to be, how you feel. And we move up into the fourth chakra, the heart chakra, which is like the bridge, the connection between the upper and the lower, the material and the spiritual. It's like the seat of the soul, right? It's this vulnerability. It's this awareness. It's how we communicate. It's how we understand. It's where we hold that energy of our compassion. Now think about its positioning. Compassion, understanding, communication. It's that space that joins the upper and the lower, your material experience and expression of being in body with your upper non-physical spiritual aspects of being. It's where they merge, where they harmonize. But again, where do we start? In the lower. Working with those aspects of ourself that we usually want to bypass or look away from. Oftentimes in this, people want to just run up to the upper chakras, to what we feel is the spiritual aspect of ourselves, when every component of who and what you are is part of the process, is part of the journey, is part of the growth, is spiritual. So we move up into the throat chakra, the fifth chakra, where we start to access our truth our voice, our frequency. It's non-physical vibration. We move up into our third eye where we can see beyond the physical, beyond the material. We move up into the crown where we can realize our connection beyond the body beyond the physical. And then above that, we move into our higher self, our higher consciousness. But again, think about where this begins. In body, in connection with the self, and identifying how we perceive ourselves, the ego, our life experience. Now, when we talk about these things and the tools that we use, it sounds like something we could work through in a short amount of time. But again, it's ongoing. And this is why I say this time and time again. And it's interesting in this work that oftentimes people come into this and then will beat themselves up because they had an expectation that they should have worked through layers faster. Or why did I feel so good and now I feel like I've taken 10 steps back? Because it's part of the process. You're not doing it wrong. But be aware of what is happening in your personal process of transformation.
be aware of what you are becoming aware of. Be aware of the role you play, the part you play in resistance or surrender and allowance. Be aware and mindful of what you are learning, how you are transforming. So this brings us into this energy of today, this lion's gate. And I have to say, it's so funny. Whenever I do the podcast, I swear I'm going to talk about something in particular and I never know where it's going to go or what's going to come out of my mouth. So I say that to say I wasn't expecting to say everything I just did a moment ago, but hopefully you're still with me and you understand what I'm saying. So I want to talk to you about this energy today and how this can be a benefit to us. And this Lionsgate portal, it's an annual event. But one last thing that's coming up to share before we get into that, because I just mentioned our resistance and our surrender, it is a, it's a big part of this journey. And this is something else that more recently came up for me, you know, it's something that I've noticed throughout the years, but more recently, it really hit me where I was resisting, where I wasn't trusting even after years of doing this work, right? So this is something I want you to consider for yourself because this will even show you um, where we, how much of a part we play. So in this process, you may have realizations, you know, your ego becomes very apparent. The higher consciousness, your higher awareness also becomes very apparent. And we've talked about this before where we go through this tug of war between the two where maybe you start realizing that you're not living in alignment with what you have realized. And so there's this tug of war of can I change? Will I allow myself to change? But sometimes we get stuck in the fear of Ooh, what's going to happen if I change? Am I going to be accepted by others? Am I going to be misunderstood? Am I going to be judged? Is it going to be uncomfortable? Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. (laughs) But there's beauty in it. But what it takes is our trust. Our trust and our willingness to surrender, to not resist or try to control so here's a way what what really dawned on me recently, you know, for years, my intention and what I ask or intend of the universe almost daily has been to align with my own higher purpose, to move deeper into alignment of awareness, to move deeper in alignment of understanding for wherever I am at any given time and what I'm ready to receive now. But the truth is, sometimes when I make this request and I say that I want to align more deeply with my purpose, I want to align more deeply with understanding, awareness, transformation, there are these caveats in the background And I have this background noise of my own conditions. You know, like we make this request of our our guides to support us, of the universe 
please help me. But listen, you know what I want, right? So we're asking for this deep alignment, this deep awareness, but we're also afraid that what we think we want will be left out of the equation. So that's where the resistance oftentimes comes in. Like, I want this if. I want this if X doesn't change. I want this if X is the end result. We have a lot of conditions. Our need or want to control the outcome because of our fear of the unknown or because of our attachment to what we really think it's all supposed to look at, look like, the spiritual journey, the spiritual path. So my question to you is, can you ask for alignment to your purpose, to your higher knowing, to your awakening, to whatever it is that causes you to be here on this journey without condition? Can you ask for that with the looming unknown, not knowing what that will look like, not knowing how that will unfold? Are you able to ask that sincerely with trusting that it will be in your highest and best, even if parts are uncomfortable? Okay, so now this brings us into this Lionsgate portal, which is an annual event, like I said, and it, it reminds me personally of a next level of initiation. You know, we are harmonizing with the universe. We are one with all that exists, right? So a lot of things that go on um, in nature, like the seasons or things that go on with planetary alignments, that's why we have so many systems in place that help us to understand these things because they directly impact us. Astrology is a good example of that. But so in this Lionsgate portal, what it is about is the alignment of Earth, the Sun, and Sirius, the star Sirius. And this happens again annually. It begins, this alignment happens um, around the end of July. And it's when the sun and the star Sirius are aligned. And the ancients thought that because it almost looked like the sun swallowed up Sirius or Sirius went behind the sun. And I should point out that Sirius is thought of by the ancients as the spiritual sun, the sun behind the sun. It was thought to them as this mm, higher consciousness. So at this time when this alignment happened, a lot of them believed it was like the energy or transformation or downloads from Sirius, this higher consciousness was fed into or transmitted to our physical sun that, you know, well, the Sirius is physical too, but the sun that um, we can see, our sun. And the way that this is often described in relation to us is in alignment with our own hearts, our third eye, 
So it was thought of this time where this, this download or this portal of higher consciousness was opening to help us lift and almost be gifted with this higher frequency of energy, accessing higher levels of consciousness and awareness. So the peak of this is today, August 8th. And I will say, you know, a lot of people in these last couple of weeks, I mean, we just came off the heels of a, um, our full moon eclipse, and now we're about to have a new moon partial solar eclipse, the new moon in Leo on the 11th. But in this energy, a lot of people in the last few weeks have been tired, extremely tired, Especially, you know, if you are very sensitive to energies, you may have been so tired because of the energetic shifting that is occurring. So a lot of people relate this to the, the um, feeling of these uh, transmissions of energy that are coming through, through this cosmic alignment. So... There's tiredness, restlessness, or even a deep pull into your authenticity. Perhaps in these last few weeks, you've had this feeling of like clarity around what you want to do or clarity around something that no longer fits or using your voice, stepping into your authenticity and boldness in a new way. And it's called Lion's Gate because, of course, we're in the constellation. The sun is in the constellation of Leo. And when we think about Leo, even in astrology, you know, Leo governs the heart. It is about, you know, recognizing being in our light, sharing that light. So in this alignment, you can choose to use this energy. A lot of people highlight this day as a time to surrender to their next level of awakening of awareness initiation to their next level of transformation and understanding it's a day in an energy we'll say a, um, a cosmic alignment again where you can make this like conscious declaration to yourself whatever feels right and true to you do you want to go deeper into your awareness of self? Do you want to go deeper into your energetic alchemy? Do you want to go deeper into your own healing? You know, it may be a great day to take time to give yourself permission to know yourself in new ways. To intend to connect with the light that is you more deeply. Or give yourself permission to align with the truth of your being. To align mind, body, spirit. You know, also thinking about this happening on August 8th, you know, 8-8. Of course, I was thinking about the symbolism of the number 8. And when we look at the number 8, a lot of times what comes to mind to me is the chakra system. The lower arc of that eight being at the base chakra. 
and the upper, the top half of the eight, arcing over the crown. And that central point where those lines of the eight, of that infinity symbol intersect, are right at the heart. Even in numerology, the number eight is about balance, harmonizing. But again, if you look at this over your chakra system, think of how that flow of energy, that continuum from root to crown, crown to root, intersecting at the heart, that space of connection, of vulnerability, of openness, balancing the experience of the material being in your body, balancing and harmonizing that with the spiritual aspect of just being in your higher awareness, balancing, harmonizing, and understanding I am dot, 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 as well as I am period. Bringing in conscious awareness and recognition of your entire being, this aspect of being, having a, what do people say, um, a spiritual being having a human experience, or being in this body and the gifts that that brings, the awareness of being in body and the sensory that you have to experience this material realm while still having the ability to access the non-physical. How do you harmonize the two? And what are you learning through all of these different aspects of who and what you are? Again, we have these beautiful tools, right? We have these planetary alignments that support us. We have tools like meditation and Reiki that help us to go deeper into this understanding of our own transformation, our own energetic alchemy. So today is a beautiful day to even just consider your journey, what you have learned so far, what you are open and willing to receive, to understand, and this next leg of your own initiation. Remember, it's your journey. It will look different, feel different than perhaps another person. And while we can relate to each other, and that's why we share to support each other through the process, your journey will be unique to you. So I hope that you got something from this that will help you connect with this beautiful lion's gate portal energy today and just with your own journey in general and with that I will say um, for those of you again if you are interested and going deeper with these tools and these practices my offer of intuitive Reiki which includes the Reiki tools class as well as intuitive mastery both of these classes will help you go deeper into the process of exactly what I just talked about but I wanted to let you know that we are going to have some live Q&A events for everyone who signs up for that course starting this month. So even though you can go through the modules at your own pace, do it your own way, whatever fits your schedule, 
Be sure to sign up if you want to also be invited to the live Q&A events throughout the process. So you can go to my website, uchi.com, that's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. On the homepage, you will see a link to Intuitive Reiki. And remember to use the coupon code THANK YOU. No spacing as one word, thank you at checkout, and you will get both courses for $100 and you can come to our live Q&A events. So I am sharing this again as a deep bow gratitude and these are the tools that have supported me in my process, my ongoing process of awakening but understanding myself in deeper ways and trusting the process. And if you want to um, connect with the Mind Body Energy Project, Tiffany and I are sharing every Wednesday. We'll also do some live Facebook events. And of course, the Jaya Collective. We are doing our Facebook Lives every Friday. So you can join us there. And this week, we will be talking about the shadow. So there's so much information to be shared with you. And I'm so thankful to have you here If you enjoy the podcast, I ask that you please go to iTunes and leave a rating. You don't necessarily have to leave a review. You can if you want. But rating the show really helps the podcast so that we can share this information more widely and, you know, get this out there, building our community so that we all just have more support. So that is it for today. I hope that you enjoy this energy. We have the new moon again on the 11th, just a few days away. If you want more information on that, sign up for my newsletter on my website and remember to always journey in love.